Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. cell service, but lots of pot. Mm -hmm. We're on the road. We're still on the road. We're on the road that we were on last week, and we're going to just continue on that road because we're going to the top of California, and California never ends. Never. It's a place. It's not only a place. It's a state of mind. That's what I've discovered here. As you can see, there's nothing but this is where apparently people live inside there, what you're seeing in the background. I have never been in a place. We traveled all day yesterday. Uh, on this on this road, and um, uh, I barely got cell service. I just tried to text Kathleen a few minutes ago, and it kept bouncing back. No can do, no can do. That's the first time that my phone said no can do. And then um, uh, there was I've had trouble trying to get uh, the internet. You know, Apple. I'm not advertising Apple because I hate this prick of a of a of a computer. It just fucks with me. Um, but we've had, I had trouble with the internet, and uh, but I'll tell you, there's pot galore here, and the pot, the pot uh, prices are plummeting for those of you who are interested. So you may want to come out here and uh, bring a big truck. And there's we're passing a river. You can't see it on the other side. And I talked about it last week, and it's one tenth of the, what the river should be, I think. Um, but it looks, it's quite pretty, and it's really beautiful. I wish you could be here with me now seeing how just beautiful that river is. Nobody on the river, nobody there. It's Sunday, and it's, uh, they smoke a lot of pot and then have uh, potluck suppers. Okay, thank you for that. Ooh, I'll be here all week, probably, in some sort of a jail in Redding, uh, which is where we're heading now um, to finish up this week. And we'll be hearing uh, this week uh, from the folks, the good folks at Lolita, the Bear River Casino. We were there last night. Great. Let me tell you, great um, stuff that uh, was written. Not a lot. A lot of it written in California, but not a lot written uh, because they're in Humboldt County where they apparently grow the best buds in the world. You'll hear some about that uh, today. And uh, and, the, and the price is plummeting. And uh, meanwhile, the, the price of gas is on the rise. But, but you can get anywhere 
with a bag of pot. So, uh, you know, come on out if that's uh, if you're feeling depressed. It may be a pick me up. Um, and uh, Lord knows if you've not been to a pot dispensary in California, it's quite something to see the array of product that is there now, especially the packaging, because much what the uh, what you would hope that the uh, the, the the folks who uh, really created the pot industry might have done was avoid the packaging because why they were stoned and realized that nobody's fucking interested in the packaging they're interested in what's inside the packaging but they've come up with really unbelievable packaging so you're paying not only for what's in there but you're paying for the packaging it just irks the shit out of me it's the same thing when you get uh, like an aftershave okay like a men's aftershave but you're paying for the bottle <laughs> Bullshit. Now we're on the Reading. Reading has been, uh, I'm, I'm hoping to, but I can't seem to find anything on the internet because of things. Uh, they had some problems recently with their, uh, they got rid of one of their, the, 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 one of the head commissioners, the head commissioner, who really had done nothing wrong. It's just the conservatives there, the really right wing, wanted him out. And uh, many felt it was like a coup, and uh, which is, really seems to what we're up to now um, in this country. We, you know, we kind of watch what's happening over there and the, with Putin and some many Americans think, boy, why can't I be Putin too? <laughs> really great, really great to watch. What I, I do think is interesting is, is the country couldn't get fast enough back to 1957. And then I believe that uh, the Russians seeing this went, no, we can go further back. We can go all the way back to World War II when a European country could invade another European country. They'd, so now we're back to like uh, 19, we're back to 1938-39. So who knows really what we'll get to before the, the nonsense ends, okay? And uh, under the, uh, the kind of leadership we have of 105-year-old uh, pterodactyls that seem to be ruling the earth, there's no telling uh, how shitty it's going to become. Hopefully, hopefully we will see the light of day. I always believe that we shall. Um, and uh, I look forward to uh, you, uh, you know, to uh, taking a little time this week to see doctors and dentists. That's what my week's going to be like. So when you're feeling a little, you know, down, just realize that uh, um, I will be uh, nitrousing up for uh, a couple of uh, dental extravaganzas. And apparently this guy needs to build a whole new house. And he's using my, my mouth to get there. Uh, and uh, then see some doctors and just do a lot of catch up. Now that we have a little break here in the oh my God virus situation. So uh, hopefully you're all staying well. Uh, we'll take that break next week. And then we're going to uh, come back strong we're going to be going to concord uh and then on to concord new hampshire that is historic um concord new hampshire and then on to historic boston and always a pleasure to get back there and it's been a long time but one of my favorite places where they're the one of the places really where they're more bitter than i've ever imagined being and finally in providence rhode island and uh and that'll be it we'll see you then uh I believe you're going to enjoy what you're hearing. Uh, for the, uh, it'll be fun to see what they have to say in Reading. I'm looking forward to hearing what that audience is pissed at, because it, it could be one angry crowd. It's it's one of the smallest crowds that uh, I'll be appearing in front of, because apparently people are not happy um, about they've switched up the mandate again, and so you can go to a show here. Uh, if, you, if you're unvaccinated, but they ask you to wear a mask, but nobody's checking on it. Good move. So a lot of the folks who would want to come see me aren't able to come out under those conditions. And then there are a lot of people who uh, who might want to see me who are unvaxxed in, in other situations are pissed because they they do have to wear a mask. So they're not coming. So it's 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 really it's. You know, that's, it's, what I'm lucky is, is I get to up here, 400 people is terrific as far as I'm concerned. As we've been rolling through California, especially up north here, uh, out of Napa, and as we wandered really uh, 
toured Reading up this hill in this really absolutely magnificent uh, landscape. But a lot of the folks here are really worried about, uh, well, federal overreach, federal, the federal government um, interfering with their lives, forcing them to deal with things that they don't want to deal with. They want their freedom. Well, I can tell you from what I've seen, um, I think they got it. I think uh, the, the government, it's, unless they're doing something really fucking wrong, it's, they're going to be hard-pressed to find these people, okay? They are, nobody really wants to go look for them. I have not seen them. I don't see what the roads are. I don't see where they're hiding. They're in the midst of the woods, okay? I don't think the federales are wandering down uh, in, in any fashion and going bad, 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 okay? Maybe I'm wrong. But I think a lot of what they see is government overreach they see on TV and doesn't have any effect of what's happening out there, okay? Because there ain't that much government to get out there, okie doke. There are other things to do, like fix a fucking road, okay? Could you do that by next Thursday? But I do, before I go, want to read this for the folks that I saw this week in uh, Humboldt County. It's in something that... Uh, you and you, the kids you're raising should know, FBI recruiters clarified that while, yes, the Bureau will now accept candidates who have smoked pot in the past, using marijuana, now listen to me, more than 24 times after turning 18 years old is still a disqualifier for FBI employment. You hear me? So nip it in the bud if you want your kid to, to do that. Nip it in the bud, so to speak. Well, I came up with a little something there by total accident. And before I go, it should also be noted that one of the interesting things I found in Humboldt is, is that one thing that unites the people out there, because there's a, a, a pretty strong right wing and a pretty strong left wing, and uh, they all seem to smoke pot. So that unites them, and, uh, and, they, and they both, uh, both sides do not like authority at all. Not at all. This, of course, coming for years of having to deal with uh, with the law when it came to growing their pot out here and uh, and um, trying to create situations where they could grow it and not get caught. So their distrust of the you know the the, the government was huge, um, and now it's just settled into their you know anger with authority and. Um, and their anger with authority has to do with their distance from the authority, because even here in California, when you when you seem to get as slow, uh, the information does not seem to get up here quickly enough. It, you know, the, 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 the government of the state of California doesn't seem to seems to be too far from them um, because they're all living out here in the woods and. Uh, you know, up, up hillsides and curves and places that are, you know, look at this. If you can see in the background, look at, look at how it, these people have to walk and then walk up the side of a hill to get to their house. It's crazy. But they're both totally, and they're completely, uh, a huge distance from the federal government itself, okay? And, but what they have discovered in that huge distance is both sides do not like authority and yet do not like uh, different, different authority figures. They've completely separated on that. They cannot agree on which authority figures to be pissed off at. One group seems to like one group of authority figures, but not another, and the other group, it's the opposite. It's just great. And pot can't bring them together, which will be the, the name of one of my new theme songs. Pot can't bring them together. I'm, I'm working on that. I have no musical sense, but I, but I think I can hear that the, there's a hook to that. You know, And, and maybe a, a longer... Uh, a longer discussion at some point about uh, pot brought me together with a lot of my generation and then I got to meet him and thought, whew, I don't really want to spend time with him. So we're going to move on now. Um, I do hope you enjoy this uh, and uh, as much as I have rattling on and, I'm, and let me tell you that I've missed some of the most beautiful, beautiful um, scenery we've ever been through just so I could spend time with you. I'm going to go now. You guys take care of each other and yourselves, and uh, hopefully all is better in the Ukraine this week. Gotta hope so.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Coming to you live from the uh, Bear River Casino in lovely Lolita, California, which is uh, which is near Eureka, uh, and um, is it, in Humboldt County. Yes. This is, this is uh, for those of you who want to see. For those of you who kind of want a, a, an interesting tour, it's well worth to do what I did. You go first to either here and then to Napa. So you go pot to grapes, or you go Napa to here, uh, grapes to pot. Now this is, this is the primary, I've, I've known for quite some time, this is where some of the, the greatest pot in America, in, in the world, is grown. Um, and they are a very happy people, uh, and it's well worth your time for a visit, if you can find it. Uh, if you are coming here, uh, something I would advise is bring a walkie-talkie. Uh, you're going to need it. They, uh, if, if you're in the business of uh, creating, um, uh, if, if you want to work in terms of creating an internet, this is the spot. Seriously, if you're a young entrepreneur and can come up with maybe some pie plates that you might be able to get a signal to bounce, uh, this is a billion dollars sitting right here. These people just got news that the Second World War is over. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. I don't know where the fuck you're getting your news. I asked, usually for a newspaper backstage, and they handed me a, just a note. You're in Humboldt, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, we've had a lot of fun here tonight, and I'll get on with, the, uh, with what's been written. This is from Bert Cotaspati. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Names are getting weirder and weirder by the day, I'm going to tell you that. And I'm not saying that's a weird name, but I just fucking, I, I don't know how you pronounce it. It's a, a code of Monday, I would know, but Cotaspati. Uh, now I'm pissed off at myself when the opening act said he's never seen anyone blow a Shriner for a cigarette. I wanted to yell, I guess you've never been to Eureka.
Arlene Cara said why people protested wearing a mask, but they have no problems with prophylactics. <laughs> yep, I knew that would get that kind of a laugh when I wanted to hear it. Because some of the audience was trying to remember what a prophylactic was. <laughs> this is from Rashad Carter. So goddamn angry and kicking my fucking mind over how I got to choose between health care or food or keeping the fucking lights on. I asked at work for a raise and saying, sorry, we, we can't do that. We just don't have enough money. And then telling us as a company, wow, look how much we made in one month, over $1.6 million. Fuck you, also fuck the government. <laughs> yeah, there, there, is, there is very much, and I've noticed this here tonight, there is an anti-authoritarian feeling here in Humboldt that has developed over the years. Yep, yep, and it goes both ways. They, it, left and right, there is a kind of, like a fuck it, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> and they can't get together with who to fuck. That's what's great. They both know that authority sucks, but they pick different authority figures to yell about. It's really spectacular. One would think that dope would unite you over what the fuck you're yelling about, but no, even dope, no. This is, and this will give you Jennifer E. We've, we've rearranged our lives for two years over the sniffles. I'm tired of all these assholes freaking out and spreading mass hysteria. 50 years ago, it was the communists. 10 years ago, it was the terrorists, and now it's COVID. Grow a set of ovaries, for fuck's sake. <laughs> well, just some tips, kids. A million people nearly have died. <laughs> yeah, 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 so it's not just kind of a mass hysteria. And, um, and it's not just the sniffles. And if you lived in New York, which is different. It's different from where you live. So that's part of the problem. And that was always the problem in the way that it was dealt with, which is why the way our government dealt with it really created uh, nonsense amongst us. Because you had people going, honk, honk, quack, quack, honk, honk, quack, quack. <laughs> and it really had to be done on, a, on, on, on where the hell you were living. Because here, I don't, I don't even know how you see each other for the trees. <laughs> And, it's, and don't say grow, grow a set of ovaries because then I'd be transitioning and then some other state would be pissed at me. <laughs> 50 years ago it was the communists. That was because the, the Republican, <laughs> God, I can't even go into that. that. Fucking, that was when I was a kid, I was researching that shit. They were fucking nuts. I didn't buy that shit at all. The communists. Okay, this, I'm just reading this, I didn't, um, I, I don't know what this, because I don't know the price of pot, Alfari Lake, sitting in the fucking pot capital of the world watching Lewis Black at Bear River Casino, and Primo Bud is $200 a pound. How fair, unfair is that? Great for the tokers, sad as fuck for us growers. Is that true? 200 is, 200 is, is low? Well, it used to be 2,000. I'll take five. There's six. There's six. So it's down to 200. Wow. Well, thanks for coming out. Wow. Boy, that's a fucking precipitous drop. I, no shit, but you should be getting that for free, okay? That <laughs> can't afford That's why I just made the pitch for you, you fuck. <laughs> this is Liz Teak. We keep getting bad Yelp reviews. That I hate Yelp. Yelp's a piece of shit. Anybody who writes a Yelp review should be just, you take them and just take their hand and take a, a fucking thing and just hit their hand with a hammer. <laughs> The, so the bad, bad Yelp reviews that we were smiling at every customer and that we'd rather be anywhere other than at work. You're fucking right. One, we're wearing masks, so I guess we're not smiling with our eyes. 
To your right, we would much rather be getting $4,000 a month on unemployment in California sitting on the couch watching Tiger King than helping this Karen. Um, I try to look it up, seriously. I, I find it hard to believe that it's 4,000 a month. Um, and I mean that, I just don't, if, if it's 4,000 a month for um, unemployment, uh, then I, if I were you, I'd hop right on it. I don't think it is. And I would be able to tell you what it is, but I couldn't get the internet. <laughs> so I can't trust your fucking information. I don't know if it came here by carrier pigeon. <laughs> Stop it, don't yell. Okay, this is from um, Paul D. Uh, I've been living in Humboldt County for the last 35 years. Humboldt is known worldwide as the epicenter of the pot industry, known as marijuana, weed, and now it's called cannabis? What the fuck? <laughs> I've smoked pot for my entire lifetime. Now it's cannabis. Where did that come from? I guess marijuana is racist and pot is something you cook with. <laughs> Political correctness gone mad. Look, I just want to get high. At least I can go to a store, excuse me, dispensary, fuck! I just thought I was scoring weed, and with gray hair and a beard, I have to show an ID just to be sure I'm over 21. Do I look like a teenager? The first time I tried to go into a pot store here, because coming from New York, we just basically legalized it. I tried to go to a pot store. I couldn't get in because I didn't have my driver's license. <laughs> fuck it, I'm going, what the fuck? What do you think? I'm, I won't buy anything. You can't come in. You have to have, are you shitting me? I don't want to buy anything. I just want to look. I've waited my whole life to see something like this, you fuck. It's like going to the circus, you idiot. Oh, now instead of just getting a bag of butts from my neighbor, I can walk into the dispensary, an essential service during COVID here in California, and I'm confronted by so many different brands, flavors, edibles, and concentrates. What the fuck? All I want is good, locally sun-grown pot. Now, we are confronted by, who knows where it comes from, indoor warehouse-grown weed that the rest of the country thinks is marijuana. 90% of the pot smokers don't know what they're missing until they have a joint of outdoor sun-grown Humboldt County weed. <laughs> it's like, it really is like going to the, you know, a Caribbean island where they make a really great rum. You guys are talking, I hope you can find some in the dispensary. I'll still get mine from my neighbor who can't sell it for a profit these days, so is forced to give it away. Whoever thought that legalizing pot would become its downfall locally? Only a handful of the largest growers can survive, leaving our local mom and pop growers bankrupt. Perfect. Yeah, I, I, fuck, I would imagine. I live on a very twisty mountain road. I bet you do. <laughs> what other fucking road is there? <laughs> Highway 36, the speed limit is mostly 45, but even I tend to drive it faster than that. Suddenly, out of nowhere, a huge pickup truck is on my ass. I'm already doing 60, but these guys in their grow do dozers and an affectionate turn for these large fitted four by four rigs, almost always hauling a trailer full of dirt, has to pass me on a blind turn. What the fuck? The plants take months to grow, and you need to get there a minute faster? I guess our local fire department needs more practice peeling these idiots off another redwood tree or dragging it off the river. Now this is an interesting one because I, I couldn't look this guy up because you couldn't find any fucking... I will lose my job, is the person who wrote this in. Good afternoon, you'll be performing in Lolita, California on February 26th, and if you're looking for something local to rant about, we have a local celebrity here named Rob Arkley. Oh. 
that was that was kind of that was one of the that was kind of like the strangest boo I've ever. That was kind of like a, a course a boo, almost as if you were trying to sing it together. I mean, not a boo, not a lusty boo, just a boo like he was going to come in and find you booing. He's a self-proclaimed multimillionaire who's a pension for putting his name on buildings in our area and opposing public works projects. True? Yeah. Okay. You've gotten tired out, haven't you? He's also been discovered to have been one of the major donors to the January 6th insurrection. Yeah. Through various shell companies and dark money. He's taking money from some of the most progressive voters and funneling it to some of the most right-wing crazies. And then they sent me to some fucking website I couldn't go to. <laughs> Recently, he also threw a pity party because the city dared to defy his whims and return an island to one of our local tribes. The Wyatt. That was the site of one of the largest recorded native massacres in U.S. history. He was upset because he liked that island and it had basically been a private playground for him and his kids. And it will now be returned to the native peoples who lived on it from time immemorial. And have now decided that they don't trust white people on their sacred land anymore. Rob Arkley is an entitled baby man monster. <laughs> This is really, this is, who thought cosmetic breast implants were an appropriate gift to his daughter on her 18th birthday and is responsible for the death of American democracy. Now, that's one of the strangest kind of sentences I've ever heard. Those breast implants, he gave his daughter breast implants and then American democracy died. Just two weeks later, her breasts were in full bloom and democracy couldn't handle it. Wow. That's really good, isn't it? Wow, that is something. Did he really do that? Well, make it up. Just a, no, he didn't? No? One no, 17 yeses. Who am I supposed to fucking believe? Are you his cousin? Were you there? I, I seriously, how do you people get information? Where does it come from? That's it. Look, it, he, somebody wrote it in. You could have written something in and said, God damn it. They never, there were no breast implants taken. None. In America, democracy thrived. Her breasts remained the same size. And America grew larger and larger. <laughs> wow. I, need, I, I think I mean need a week off after being here. And this is from, I didn't read this the other night, but I think you'll enjoy this because it's, a, it's, it's from Michael Shapiro. Um, and it's about airport bathrooms. Now, I, don't, I don't know if you've seen one. I mean, well, I'm serious. I don't believe you fuckers leave here. Where would you get an air? Where's an airport? You got to go down to fucking San Francisco. That'd take what? Six years. No. Oh, Sacramento. Where? Arcadia. Arcadia. Arcadia? How, uh, wait, wait. Is how many fucking wait? Arcadia. Arcadia. How many fuck? How many fucking planes fly out of Arcadia? Six. Well, then good, I'm glad. Then, then, then you will enjoy this. Fuck. How am I supposed to know this? Fucking, you don't have internet. Why would I believe you got airplanes? <laughs> okay. Airport bathroom by Michael Shapiro. This will be the last one. And then I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna get to that casino and see if I can climb one of those fucking, I mean it. When you go into the casino, you go, where's Lewis? I will be at the top of one of those goddamn fucking machines. God damn it. Nope, nope, nope. I'm not going to drink. I'm not. I feel like I've drank 12,000. I feel like I've smoked 12,000 pounds of marijuana just standing here. 
Okay, I don't always adhere to the rules, but when I need to take a piss at the airport, I follow that arrow that tells you which way to go into the bathroom. And almost every time, this is true, some schmuck walks right into me, ignoring the arrow on the way out. You go into the right, you go out to the right. It's not fucking brain surgery. <laughs> After I brush off the schmuck's dandruff, I go to take a leak. Above the urinal is a sign. I love this. This facility is committed to protecting and preserving our environment. By using this touch-free, completely hygienic, water-free system, you're helping the environment by conserving water. The urinal saves an average of 387 gallons per year. Except it smells like piss. The whole place smells worse than a metal trowel in a dive bar or the men's room at the old Yankee Stadium. There are certain things that need water, and one of them is urinals. This is like going to the community pool and diving in and breaking your neck, and as you're being wheeled out, seeing a sign that says, we're saving millions of gallons a year in this water-free pool. Back in the airport bathroom that is so committed to saving water, every fucking sink is running without a person in front of it. The sinks have sensors, and every time somebody walked by, which is all the goddamn time, they start flowing. And no one is using the fucking water. How many gallons are they saving there? I go to wash my hands, and my sink stops running. God damn it! No matter how much I move my hands around the sensor, I can't get the water to flow. I take this shit personally. So I move over to a sink that's running, and of course with no one in front of it, and I get my hands wet. Then I put my hands under the automatic soap. Who the fuck needs automatic soap? Is it really so hard to pull a lever towards you? Is one second of work too much to ask? Have we become that fucking lazy? I put my hands under the soap dispenser. Nothing! Every other goddamn sink is jizzing like a pubescent boy watching porn on the internet. Mine, nothing. So I give up and pull my hands away. And then the soap comes all over the counter. What the fuck? As an environmentalist, I hate to waste, so I try to pick up the pink pool of soap from the counter. So much for touch-free. And while reaching over the artificially fragrant soap comes again, all over the counter and into the sink. When I go to the rinse, no water. Everything is stopped and won't start no matter how much I move my hands near the sensor. Fuck it. I go to dry my soapy hands. If I were in what our previous president calls a shithole country, there would be a real hand towel next to the sink and I would dry my hands without incident. But no, this is America, the land of the free and home of the automated. So I go to the paper towel dispenser. When I was a kid, you would just pull out a paper towel. Now there's another fucking sensor, and it doesn't respond to me. I go to the other paper towel dispenser, but there's a baffled visitor from another country trying to figure out how to use it. I want to be a good Samaritan help, but I know these fucking machines are conspiring against me, and I don't want to fail again. I've absorbed enough humiliation for one day. So I go to the electric hot air blower, which has a little sign humble bragging that it saves trees. I tap the button and the thing is so damn loud that I feel my head is a foot away from a leaf blower. I can't take it anymore, so I follow the arrow out and goddamn it, some schmuck on the way walks right into me. How hard is it to fucking follow an arrow? But I know the unnecessary hell that awaits him, so I let go. Outside the men's room, I rinse my soapy hands in the filtered water dispenser for those refillable water bottles. As a woman in Birkenstocks glares at me, I shake the water off my hands and start to sprint to the gate, slipping on the little puddle I've left on the floor. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Hello, we're at uh, Redding, California. Um, and we have a, a, a terrific audience here this evening. Um, you know, a lot of people were stopped on the way over. They, uh, there's a mountain pass, and this mountain pass is one of the most dangerous roads I've ever been on. And they have no, um, so if you're coming, do not come on 299, <laughs> because they have no guardrail. And, and a lot of people started to come to the show and just pulled over and said, no, no, I can't make it. Um, but we've had a great time this evening. and. Uh,
and we've spent uh, a number of days here in Northern California, and it's really beautiful and really psychotic at the same time. And, uh, you can leave your cell phones and, uh, and everything, your internet, leave them at home. You don't need them here. It's too pretty. It's too pretty, you won't care. You look at that cell phone and go, no bars, you laugh and ha <laughs> throw it in the air. As I said last night, you want to bring a walkie-talkie. I've got a, a lot of stuff here from the folks, and so I'm going to uh, dive right into it. Um, this is from Amber Gross. Why the fuck do my teenagers think they can use the non-binary label to get away with having co-ed sleepovers? <laughs> you still have co-ed genitalia, and I'm not ready to be a grandma. <laughs> There's three in a row, from uh, two from here and one that came in the other night. Um, this is uh, Kurt W. Lewis, I gotta tell you about an absolute tragedy happening in the world of education. We all know that there are too many fucking tiny-minded dipshits that are ruining education by banning books, yep. Critical race theory, even though they have no idea what it actually means. <laughs> but, but, but what they think it means is that there's a race and you go, God, that was a badly run race. Um, <laughs> But what a lot of people don't know is that even in states that purport to be proponents of education, you have tyrannical Napoleon complex administrators and principals harassing teachers and micromanaging the educational process instead of encouraging deep analytical critical thinking. They support the loudmouth minority of parents that don't want their kids learning anything that might be uncomfortable or heaven forbid thought provoking. Education needs to be left to the professionals and all these fuckers stepping in to try to control this need and education themselves. I really wish everybody agreed with that, but that's another thing that's gone by the way. I know better than you, fuck yeah, god damn it. Bullshit, bullshit. Don't, it's a kid, it's a child, okay? You think a child is gonna get upset? You read something, they're gonna go fucking, they're more, they're more resilient than you are, you dumb fuck. I read shit when I was a kid, and it like, I went, wow, what the fuck is that? And then I would ask my parents, what the fuck is that? And they said, shut the fuck up, I'm taking a nap. I didn't, it wasn't a crisis, it's unbelievable to me. And this is from, Suzanne Hopp, I thought when I retired from 30 years of teaching elementary school, I wouldn't have to deal with kindergarten behaviors. But then I turned on my television and lo and behold, I was reacquainted with bad behavior watching fucking politicians <laughs> fight over who has the biggest dick. Is it ever gonna stop? Someone has to put them in a sandbox. <laughs> yeah, there is no sandbox large enough. And this ending up this little run, this is from Meg Benda. Parents who suddenly decide to become involved oh, in their children's education by yelling about critical race theory, banned book, and suspicious curriculum when they can't be bothered to help them learn their damn times facts, make sure they do their homework, or teach them how to tie their shoes. Thanks for showing up. God, it's just unbelievable it's, that they got this excuse now to yell about shit. I mean, and, and we're two years behind in education. Why do, I mean, that's what you got to worry about. You might worry about that, and then you might want to get things up to speed, and then you might want to have the fucking argument. You know, you might want to, you know, get the kid to learn how to add, you fucking idiot. Jesus. But what do I know? This is from Peter Myers. This, did you know that if you drive north really fast, that in less than an hour, you can escape Shastakistan <laughs> without anyone performing a Christian miracle on you? Now, we're in the, we're in the, uh, we're literally, you can see Mount Shasta from here and, uh, Shasta Kistan is a <laughs> reference. There are about nine references to uh, this area, and, and, and none of them are nice. <laughs> none of them. This one I really liked. I only read it because of the shack. I just thought that was really good. This is Boo Boo. 
I don't believe that's your name. And maybe, but maybe it's a small bear. Redding is hot, 120 in the summer, racist, cheerio. I read that as a setup to the next one, which is Alicia Lansdale, who said, Lewis, I'm sitting in row B at the show tonight and apparently sitting next to the only non-white guy and I'm married to him. <laughs> well, thank you for coming out. I don't know, I, I, I could, I, with, with what goes on, I don't, I don't know if I could live here. I mean, I mean, it's beautiful, but there's so much crazy fuck shit. I, I don't think I could do it. I, and, this, and I'm not somebody who likes fucking hiking. Let's put on some Timberlands and fucking, no, fuck you. And then I know that I'd be the one going up the hill and all of a sudden, oh, there's a fire, fuck! This one is from Ricky Chambers. There is honestly more to rant about in this world than you can shake a stick at. And yeah, that probably gives away my age. I don't give one fuck. I passed 55 this month and it's been rather freeing. You see, it seems in today's world, if you have managed to keep a lick of sense and not die of some horrible illness or some job is not flattening your ass, you are on the top of the heap. I laugh out loud. What a sad commentary on life for 90% of the population. What's the stats now for Americans living paycheck to paycheck? Those one check paycheck away from being homeless. Pre-pandemic, it was in the 80s, betting it's a fuck ton higher now. And are we addressing that? Hell no. Our politicians are way too busy pointing fingers and lying to get anything done. Besides the fact that almost all of them are fucking ancient and their thought patterns were shaped in prehistoric times, so they have no actual knowledge of what life is like for anyone but their wealthy cronies. What politics on both sides has done to this country in the last five to seven years is disgusting. I want to come to your show in Reading. This is, this is where really, it's approximately a two hour drive from where I live. At least it would be on Sunday because there are no road closures that leave your ass stuck in a canyon. <laughs> this is just to back it up for the audience that I was screaming. that leave your ass stuck in a canyon with zero cell service for anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour and a half. Yes, I said an hour and a half. You see, the highway we leave off of had some issues. God, a giant rock slide, two fucking mega forest fires that literally came to less than a mile from my house. Then the day after Christmas, a stupid snowstorm that dumped cement instead of beautiful fluffy snow. It flattened trees and knocked out power for literally weeks and closed the same highway. Last week to get to a dentist appointment, a drive that, well, normally takes an hour, took three because of road worker cleanup. And I gotta go over two mountain passes to get there. If there is snow, they get closed, you gotta have change. So just getting there is a challenge alone. And then you throw on this bit of info, the Republican fraction of our counties of our of our country's division lies largely in that county no masks flying that black flag that basically means hey i'm down to kill democrats <laughs> how the fuck does politics make people think like that or wait maybe that's religion that's brainwashed so many fuck i'm not any god i live in a country that can only be described as god's country but fuck religions and the church at large my folks are pastors of a pentecostal church and live in the midwest it's like they're in a cult i don't even know them now anyway back to reading this is i think she may have written this while in the car Back to Reading and the black flag flying fuckers. My friend who lives in that county calls it Calabama. <laughs> As for a long bit, I reckon she's not far off. I listen to all your rantcasts because I've followed you a long time and I hear lots of city folks complaining about their traffic and streets and stuff. I'm glad not to have those issues. But those of us that live in this part of rural America, whereas <laughs> we affectionately call it butt-fucked Egypt. 
We have our own kind of traffic issues. If the weather looks nice and they have tickets left and I'm feeling crazy, I just may show up on Sunday for no other reason than for the fucking satisfaction of hearing you blast that entire bullshit and the lie that started it right in their pretty little hometown theater. That's very nice. Thank you all for coming out. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Next week we have off, and then we'll be in Concord, in Boston, in Providence. Send in your rants. We look forward to reading them, and uh, it's a pleasure to spend time with you. Take care of each other. That's the most important thing. Good night. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me, <laughs> Lewis Black. It is produced by James Salkine. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. And most of all, thank you, all of you who ranted so well on this show. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.